Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. Welcome to The Hungry Brain. That's weird to say into a microphone. My name is Brandon Weatherby. You chose to be here and or you chose to listen, and I appreciate that. We're going to do something that hopefully is something you enjoy. And if not, well, it was free. So maybe, oh, no, it wasn't free for the people in the room. I scammed all of you. I am now, I am now so, so rich. Yeah, we're at The Hungry Brain. The last time you were here, stop playing. This is not jazz. That's an inside joke because we're inside the hungry brain and there was just that the, the doorman just laughed. I did not think I'd get him to laugh once tonight, but he laughed at a jazz jab. Thank you, guy. Good job. You look like a doorman. You know that, right? Like everything about you screams, I work at the hungry brain. I used to work here. I was never as thin as you. How are you this thin? Good for you. Okay. Welcome to the hungry brain. Thanks for being here. It's very weird to be here, but it's not that weird. Like, I thought it was going to be like sleeping with an ex-weird, but it's not. Here's why. I went to the basement, and they still have my dresser. And by dresser, I mean like what you have in your bedroom where you keep all of your clothes. Because when I moved from Chicago five and a half years ago, I didn't know where to put things, nor did I really want to sell because I didn't think I'd be there for that long. So I moved all of my shit into the basement of the hungry brain into the house of my co-host Esmeralda and into my best friend's place in Logan Square. Esmeralda moved, my best friend moved, and the brain, the brain closed for a year. All of that shit is still here. This is fantastic. Nothing ever changes. I love it so much. Right before the show, I went to Mariano's. Is that the name of the place? Mariano's? I went to Mariano's to get a coffee because I'm an adult man, and that's what you should drink at 7 p.m. And there were two bros in line, but the problem was there, were two, there was a, 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 a cashier between them, but they just still wanted to have a conversation. He goes, hey, hey, Phil. I'm assuming his name is Phil. Hey, Phil. How's your arm? And he goes, ah! And he goes, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you get that surgery yet? And then the guy's like, ah, no, it fucking kills me. There's kids. There's so many children around everywhere. No one better than eyelash. Welcome back to Chicago. I ate Mr. Submarine because I remembered in the late 80s, Scotty Pippen did an ad for Mr. Submarine. The ad consisted of him and a lovable sitting on the court of the Berto Center eating Mr. Submarine. That's a true fact, and that's why I ate Mr. Submarine. That's... So fun. Here's why. I went to Mr. Submarine. Again, I got a combo, which is great, because you should totally get the combo because it has roast beef and other meats. Don't ever get the regular Mr. Sub. That's just the throwaway. Spend a dollar more and get the real good shit. So I got the really good shit, but then I went back into the car, and I noticed that they had a Pizza Puff special, and I went back into Mr. Submarine, got the Pizza Puff special, ate that on the way to the show, and I feel fine. My body is made for this city. I should be ill. I should be very sick. Yes, I'm slightly overweight, but I should be fucking obese and dead. I've never been sick from White Castle. I am meant for this city. I am currently wearing a pin that says bears. Now, is it a Chicago Bears pin? No. It's a literal bear. Well, not literal because that's stupid. And by the way, if I use literally incorrectly, I apologize. It's a pet peeve of mine. That's a side note. I'm probably going to cut that from the podcast. Anyways, I'm wearing a bear pin because I like the idea that the, ma- the major football team in Chicago is the Bears... And they're a bunch of homophobes. And bears are also a cool subset of the gay culture. Good for bears. I'm a fan of bears. Good for them. Do you guys ever wonder why? Ooh, that's a horrible setup for anything. Do you guys ever wonder why the biggest rivalry in all of NFL is the bears versus the Packers and no one talks about how gay and awesome that is? How is that not a thing? Uh, Since I've been here... Here being the hungry brain, I've done a lot of shows in other places. One of those places was Atlanta. That was a waste of time. Don't go to Atlanta. Um, 
Wait, why are you booing? You're not there. Fuck you. If you wanted to be there so bad, you could have went there. You want to sit in a car for an hour? Go to Atlanta. Fuck you. That being said, Jimmy Carter is an amazing man, and I went to the Carter Museum, and I highly recommend you do the same. He fought for all the right reasons. He got railroaded by an actor. Speaking of an actor, Donald Trump is going to win the presidency. He's Vince McMahon. I'm not going to talk about wrestling tonight, even though that's all I want to talk about, because I care about you people. I genuinely care about the crowd. Don't fucking play! Sit back. Don't let that hit. I am an important man wearing a suit. You're wearing a shorts and a New Balance and you have no children. There's no excuse for your outfit. You should try harder. Audio podcast, so I had to describe how that works at home. Anyways, before this, before Atlanta, I hosted a show at uh, Bluegrass and Folk Festival. And I know that sounds like a perfect... Why? why? I'll tell you why. 15,000 people, I hosted the Americana stage, right? Americana screams, make America great again. So every shitty band, no offense to Al. Al is actually funny. He will talk on mic later. Most of the time we have bands on the show, I don't let them talk into microphones because they're idiots. They're, they're dummies and they think they're funny, but they're not. People find them attractive, so they think they have all this skill, but they don't. Anyways, all the bands made the funny joke, make Americana great again, whatever. So but I made the funny joke, make Americana, great, make Americana great again, but I stuck with it. I played a character. I was the heel of the show. Heel means bad guy. I was the bad guy of the show. And I said, guys, let's elect Trump. I know that we're in this bad neighborhood and we're all white people, so we really need to gentrify this entire country. And then everyone started booing me. <laughs> And then I go, not even realize I was stealing from uh, professional wrestler Kurt Angle. <laughs> you don't boo me. And then everyone booed me even more. And then I turn around and then I, I, and I turn back to the crowd and I go, and I did the suck it. I did the DX suck it motion, which I had never done in my life, to a thousand people. That being said, I don't even like the attitude here. I know I said I wasn't going to talk about wrestling, but I just blatantly lied to you. I'm going to talk about wrestling. I did the suck it motion to a thousand people. I'd say 200 of those people were children. <laughs> booed. Massive amounts of boos coming towards me. And I get off the stage and I was like, I'm really glad that was the last band of the night. I found out as soon as I get off stage, oh, they want me to close the show as well. So this is going to be a real fun time. Uh, we had to close the show. No one remember what anything I said because no- nothing you say ever actually matters. Uh, people like to just get mad. That being said, if you could ever do the suck it motion in front of 200 children, I highly recommend it. That being said, I have a gift for a performer coming up on stage tonight, right? And it's a mask. And, uh, on my credit card receipt, it'll say, like, he bought a mask at Toys R Us. And then the next thing it'll say on the credit card receipt is, uh, he bought a bottle of whiskey at the grocery store. <laughs> so if any children in the, sh- in the state of Illinois go missing tonight, uh, I did not do anything. I am in an establishment with multiple witnesses, and this will be podcast for, future, for my future safety. I did not ch- steal your children. I am so sorry. I don't know how. That, that was not written down. I did not meant to say any of that. Uh, you can t- clearly tell that I had a pizza puff for dinner, and it's affecting my brain. I'm incredibly happy to be here. I'm happy you're here, too. I will do my best for you to not hate me. And if you hate me, I totally understand. That being said, Al Scorch is our musical guest of the evening. Al Scorch is a fantastic man, and I wanted him to play uh, a song that he played on this show multiple times. And the most recent time was at The Hungry Brain in 2014, because it's 2016. At 2014, the last show we ever did The Hungry Brain, part one... It's 2016 now. It was 2014. It was 2014. It's 2016 now. Make America Great Again year. Yeah. So Al's going to play the last song I thought he was ever going to play The Hungry Brain first because I'm a sentimental man and I love this song and it used to make me tear up but now it'll make me happy. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Al Scorch. 
tossed out on the waters raging at the height of the storm I couldn't help but recall a time when we were both just baby boys And the stripes on the road struck by a streak of light from the east Shimmered and changed in dawn's glimmering haze from yellow to pink My heart left my chest, tears came rolling down The same sun shone through the window I thought of a world without you around And I will not lie, my dear friend It was the lonesomest sound And then I picked up the phone And they told me that you had survived And I fell down on the floor And continued to cry good at what you do. You'll be here throughout the night. I will talk to you in a quick second. Uh, I just want the listener at home to know that my wife is not in uh, Chicago, Illinois. She is currently in Washington, D.C. doing the devil's work, and she just texted me multiple times uh, about her night, and uh, one of those texts was just onions, 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 because she keeps watching Serengeti's uh, (laughs) video about Chicago. So she wishes she could be here. I'm glad that you're here. I am really glad you're here. Oh, thanks. For two seconds, I thought she was making French onion soup. Ooh, I love French onion soup, but it's a little bit too warm for that right now, everybody. Uh, I mean, speaking know. of the weather, Esmeralda's here. <laughs> so her I'm in my weather girl outfit. Her night job. That sounds weird. Her yeah. job. Her night job. It is my job job. You're on the you're on the in the big boy radio. I'm on the big boy radio, yes. How's that going? It's fun. Yeah, WGN, seven twenty AM, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> nice right, plugs. Great. Nice plugs Thanks, for uh, a radio station. Good uh, job. Yeah, no, it's fun. It's fun doing traffic and speaking with people and speaking about silly things. I saw you. Much there. like this. You have a microphone, Al Scorch. Use it. I saw Merle over there at WGN. He did. So he, he came in for an interview with one of the shows, and it was funny because they told me that you... So I'm up on the seventh floor, and where everyone else is is on the ground floor, and you can see me on a TV there's webcams and things. And I guess, Al, you started talking to the, to the TV as if I could hear you. I did. And I couldn't. 
Did you get mad? Were you like, why isn't she talking back? At first I thought... At first, I thought you could hear me because you were waving, like someone had made you aware of my presence. Well, yeah, I waved, and then I went, okay, that's that. And I was, I thought you could hear me. I was very no. confused. I thought you were near, and there was a microphone, but none right. of that was true. No, I don't live in that TV, just to let you know I that. was, now, now I know. Yeah, a lot of people think that I live in the TV. But yeah, that's, yeah, that's my day job. Thanks for carrying that part of the segment, because Al gave you nothing. He barely even talked into the microphone. <laughs> well, I brought it up because I thought Lean it was in. There's a whole book about that, bro. I was told about that. I was like, oh, that's adorable, Al. He thought I could talk to him from the TV. It's like, no, that's not how that works. Uh, because we're the Hungry Brain. Yes. And because you're the co-host, mm-hmm. uh, we decided to, get, to clean our closets out, both figuratively and literally. Yeah, I'm all this, on this decluttering business. So there's some lady with a book. It's some Japanese thing where like, you look at your stuff, and then you, you, if you don't love it, you give it away. And then the way to like not feel bad about giving away. You go, thank you, whatever it is. You did your duty. And then you give it away. But also, I just want to make some money and bank on the big trend right now. Which is? The 90s. The the entire decade is a trend right now. Yeah. All right, fantastic. Remember the 90s? No? All right, all right. This segment's going to kill it. It's going to be so fun. Yeah, great. What did you bring? in the 90s? So, all right. So, you know, there's that Saved by the Bell restaurant opening up. Yeah, there is. No one. What? Do you not read Chicagoist ever? Okay. No? Okay. Okay. There is a Saved by the Bell restaurant opening up in Wicker Park. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's reservation only. Right. After 11, you can get in, but it's probably going to be a big ass June 1st through, I want to say, the end of August. Almost all reservations are taken. Uh, that gentleman that runs the show was supposed to do this show until yesterday. I, I told the publicist, I don't care anymore. Just I don't don't show up because uh, he couldn't over the course of eight emails. He didn't understand that we recorded at night and he kept thinking he should be here at 930 a.m. You just say Pete. You go p.m. I didn't even want if you can't figure that out. I don't want to deal with you. Saved by the bell. I would say to spell it out, but I don't know what p.m. means. Crude. Oh, I don't either. So, Don't but, say it if you know it. But most people Let assume, the mystery I mean, you stand. know what PM means. Anyway, so uh, I, was, I was trying to clean out my house, sort of, and I found this, this amazing vintage relic, which, I mean, it doesn't work well for the podcast people. No, it's okay. an audio you podcast. Been here. You yeah. should have been here. Too late. Uh, it's a tape cassette holder. Yeah, it holds about 15 uh, tapes. What? You're not... Of these people. Okay, so tape cassettes are legitimately a trend. Al, is any of your music on cassette? There are several albums available right. on cassettes. Are you being serious? I am totally serious. I think you should buy this from Esmeralda. Yeah. So when you go on tour and you have some merch to sell. Oh, it's like 15, 20 cassettes. I, I already have one. I, oh I think you need a second one you if you want to. I do. I need to bring more tapes. You, they, they sell like hotcakes. See, there you go. I went to a show last week where their re- the record release was on a tape. Also, if you don't Wait, have why any... Do you, why do you sound upset about a record release show on cassette? Because I don't, I don't have anywhere to play a tape. L- okay. But anyway, no, so with this, this vintage memorabilia of the 90s, uh, I have a little starter pack for you. Oh, that's uh, fun. Yeah, some singles. That uh, were clearly Bobby Brown. They were never opened. Bobby Brown and Eddie Murphy. Whoa, shits! Right? Yeah. What is yeah, this yeah, yeah. song? Desdemona? Uh, yeah. Eddie Murphy, Desdemona? And then Amy Grant with Vince Gill. Who doesn't remember that power couple? Uh, and then Brooks and Dunn with, wait for it, Boot Scoot and Boogie. Come on. What? Come on, guys. That's, oh. um, I'm going to do like 15. 
15 bucks. Oh, this is great. You're in, yeah, 15. I'm going to lose all the starter I, pack. Also, you know what? I'll throw in I'll throw in. I have right here in You're mom. just going through your purse. No, it's a bag. Okay. No, it's just a bag. Someone went to Urban Outfitters. Yeah, well, where do you think I get all this stuff? Urban Outfitters. Uh, where is it? Okay, so Eddie Murphy well, had whatever. A... I have a pin of Chris Kirkpatrick. Anyone? Right here. Look but at it. Could someone buy the pin separately? No. Oh, no. it's part of the it's package? All, okay. It's all part of it. 15, 15, 20, 20 if you want. Oh, Chris is in the man from NSYNC. Right. And I'm using Who the word. Who else? What? What other Chris's do you know? I heard Chris, Chris Gustafsson. No. Chris, Chris Kirkpatrick. Kirkpatrick of Kirk, is he alive? Right. Is, is, yeah, somebody, no, he's still living. He's still are you living. sure about that? All right, so if you're not into that, that's cool. Uh, you need any um, communication, your vintage communication. I have plenty of flip phones. Ooh. I, we got a Samsung. We got a Verizon. We got a Nokia. Right. We got a Motorola. This one's my favorite. Uh, it's an LG. Yeah, Verizon. I think you can only go with Verizon with this one. I think that's Ooh. how that works. By the way, it has a clip on it. Yeah. No, I mean, they might. You know, you never know. It has a clip, a clip thing. So, you know, it's cool. Clip it on your hip. Why have you... Clip why, it on your hip. How many times have you moved with these phones? You have four I've phones. I've moved a lot with these. I don't... You know what? I was just waiting for the right time. That one's a little more modern. It's, it looks like a Razor phone. I hear they're coming back. So, hey, jump on it. You just made a jack-off motion for the listener at home. <laughs> also, hey, guys, uh, Bath & Body Works, you want some vintage? It's only about, like, a quarter. Wait, phone? you can't just call it vintage if it's about to be thrown away. No, it's vintage. That's not vintage. You currently you use that. This is vintage packaging. You used 85% uh, of that bottle. This one has... <laughs> you, there's little, nothing in the bottle. There's a little there's bit of lotion. Trash. There's a little bit of that's lotion, not lotion. That's not lotion. That's not... That's mold. That's not lotion at this point. No, no, no. It's, it's good. It's, it's fine. And then a wet and wild lip gloss. It's all <laughs> very... You know, if you want those that 90s look, and then you wear those high-waisted pants. Perfect. So if you end up murdered tonight, I really hope you're not. And I'm considered uh, no. uh, a, a possible person that murdered you. Someone call it a murder. Oh, by um, the way, with the phone, I have a little... Uh, remember those little like things you would attach to the phone? No. Those no. Little, uh, the little thingy, the little... You would... like. It's a trinket of sorts. Yeah, the trinkets. Remember the trinkets? You put a little bobble... Yeah, I got one too. Yeah, right? You want one now, huh? 20. 20. 20 for the package or just the 20, bobble? 20 for one phone, and then I will throw in the bobble for free. Now, there, yeah. you were clearly going to have a run on these phones, and you have four phones. Who gets the bobble? Whoever comes first, or is I, it like just dealer's choice? Whoever gives me more money. Okay, cool. Uh, so it's yeah. sort of an auction, essentially. Right, right, okay. right. Okay. Now, do any of these phones come with chargers? Mm, uh. <laughs> I could probably, I'm sure, I, I saw a bunch of cords at my house. I think one of them works for that, I think. I'm not sure. That one's missing stuff, but that's cool. Like, people like that's minimalist. And then, um, so these, these are the last, the last things I have in my, uh, my vintage memorabilia bag. Uh, my, so my dad made these, uh, but I still think they're very, they're very 90s, right? Yeah. Right, guys? Look at that gaudy 90s. Uh, look at that, a bunch of just, Clear plastic things, yeah, that my dad made. If some, <laughs> my dad makes jewelry for some reason. Really I quick, don't know back to the murder why. point that I was trying to make. If you get murdered tonight and all this stuff is found, it's gonna look like you led a really fun life. I think. You or just, they're gonna think I just hoard a lot of stuff. No, you sell drugs with the phones. 
Right, but you you like usually, to party and have fun times yeah, with the Bath and Body Works dealers, used things. Usually, drug dealers throw away the burner phones; they don't keep them. How did you obtain all of these phones? Was it through mine. cell phone? What I know are you that you. I understand that, but how did you obtain them? Were they bought from a cell phone store, or just like other yeah, people were like, "You should no. take this free phone that I have no, that I no longer know, need." I was a very loyal Verizon customer, and they gave me phones. Like this, fun. It looks like a razor, guys. Come on, twenty bucks, twenty. So on that one. you're hoping, no? do you have any more stuff? I have, you know what, and these aren't for sale, this is just more This is my... you bragging of what you own? Yeah. I will hold the microphone and illustrate what is going on. So it's a red t-shirt. Do you know how to put on t-shirts? Oh, you don't want to fuck up your makeup. For the listener at home, her makeup is on fucking point, and, her, <laughs> and that's not a joke, and I don't know why you're laughing, you should be fucking jealous. And she just put on a dare shirt. Yeah, dare shirt, guys. Come on. Come what's, on. What's, wait, wait. What's on the... 90s, right? Am I right? What's, Am I right? St- do I need to like do a running man or something? I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. It, what is on the dare shirt? I know. It's a tiger. I don't know. Why is it a tiger? Rawr for no, no drugs. <laughs> All right. It beats me. I don't know. There was never... What does dare even mean? What else is on the that floor? That means nothing. Now, for the listener at home, the hungry brain has changed drastically. Oh, right. Um, yeah, hold on. The, the hungry brain used to be full of stuff on the walls. Um, I loved it. I think the staff here loved it. And that's, I'm not trying to insult the old hunger brain. I would never do that. But it kind of looked like a thrift store threw up. But like it threw up the best stuff. Like I loved it dearly. Um, and so we would have all of this stuff just randomly strewn about. Uh, what we're trying to do tonight is bring all of that stuff back into the bar. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to buy it, I mean, I'll give you a These deal. walls are pretty clean. Let's sell them up. Right. I mean, you can tape everything up or something. So you, you have Display hairs- cases. You, no, that's mine. Oh, this white rain is mine. Okay. No. No, no, no. That's, that's mine. I just thought... You just needed some hairspray. I needed to zhuzh up my hair a little bit. What is... The- Kelly Kapowski going. Thanks. She's fine, right? No, she looks fantastic. No, she's doing good. She's doing good. Oh, remember when her she was dating that guy from Suddenly Susan, and they were engaged, and then he killed no, him? no, then, I don't. Yeah, and then he killed himself. I don't. Oh wow, that's a that's Way an bring IRL. It, bring it real down. So twenty for the cassettes <laughs> and the uh, the cassette tape and the the, the pin, the Chris Kirkpatrick pin is a big. Uh, or the phones. The 20, phones. 20 per phone. Per phone, yeah. Per phone. And then is the Bath and Body Works a package deal, or is that... Yeah, you know, like, no one wants a spray and then no lotion. I mean, sure. I'm just going to be dry and then no... What, what are you going to have? Dry lips and then uh, clearly, spray your, your Clearly used no, no, multiple no. time lip I stuff. mean, there's still some in the spray bottle. Now, original how, packaging, guys. Original packaging. How much for, how much for, the, for the Bath and Body Works? Uh, give a deal i'm gonna do 17 dollars. 17 dollars. so that's good so you can buy yeah. the whole everything on the table for about 125 right yeah no that's quite a deal i, I think mean that's a good deal. i can go to uh, any store any store you can go to any store go to macy's yeah. nordstrom's target right mariano's you can easily right. find this stuff 400 dollars. i mean yeah it's insane guys so i'm giving you a this is the underground is black market podcast deal. deals. Yeah. And then, you know, it's all vintage. It's been used. So it's got a little, when you know, there's the, like scrapes on it. And is your stuff. dad going to feel bad knowing that you sold his he jewels? He doesn't know. He stopped he doesn't making know. jewelry. Why he, did your dad make jewelry? I think I we buried know. the lead on this. Um, he, 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 got, he got like oddly, he, he does things. He likes to do things. What else has he done? Uh, oh, his big thing now is painting ceramics. For for sale or for no, just for himself. About, I have a lot of cats and painted dogs, like little tiny cartoon dog and cats in my house now, and a weird fit like a fish bowl with wa- with wonky eyes. 
that he painted. Yeah, no, it's adorable. Is I it? can't give those away. Okay, I understand that completely. Those are, yeah. Uh, I, good, those are priceless. <laughs> good luck giving these away. Uh, what? No, come on. Okay. Come on, guys. Uh, unlike what we have for sale on this table, uh-huh. Al has produced a record, and that record is for sale, and people will oh. actually maybe buy that record. Oh. Into the microphone! Jesus! I hope so. You know, every good word I said about you, I just feel... Ting, tinges? Tings? Tangs? Pang, pangs? Twinges. Kevin, twinges? Twinges, twinges of regret. Okay. What is the name of the record, Al? It's called Circle Round the Signs. And it's available on what record label? It's available from Bloodshot Records here in Chicago. Now, they're an upstart record label. They, uh, they're, a new, they're, a new, they're a new kid in town. Yeah, they're new to the scene. New 28-year-old kid in town. A new 22-year-old record label. Uh, it's a great record. Thanks, Brandon. Thank you. Uh, I listened. To, I actually asked your publicist for an advanced copy months before, cool. for no other reason than I wanted to listen to it. <laughs> Yay! I didn't do anything with that advanced record. I just wanted to listen, and uh, that's why publicists are bullshit. Thank you, everybody. Well, I for think listening. that's what you're supposed to do with it. What else are you going to do? Write about it. Did you say stuff? You're no, like, I didn't. I'm listening to Al Scort. No, no, I didn't. Okay. I refused. You I didn't tweet it. Yeesh. No, I didn't tweet it. Didn't tweet My, it. Jesus. Why are you mumbling? You Why can't you speak with confidence, Al? You don't even drink anymore. What the fuck happened to you? Uh, your record is fantastic. Uh, not to be a Thank dick, you. you're an even better live performer. Uh, your shows are, are, are wonderful, and uh, I just ho- I just hope one day you'll be able to capture that on record. Because every time I listen to that record, I'm just sorely disappointed. And, and uh, I know what you mean. I'm disappointed too. I'm like, man, I wish I could catch it all. But I think on the next one, we're gonna do the vocals live. Which is going to get that feeling across a lot more. And again, if you want a tape, a single thing. I mean, I do need some pointers. I will sell it to you for thirty. Okay. Yeah, we'll talk. Musicians later. discount. You get a Eddie Murphy yeah. tape to learn how to sing into a microphone. Right. Al, if it's okay with you, I'd like for you to play a song. I can play a song. Something I could do. You want to play it right now? No, let's just think about it. Okay. Mull it over. We'll all have a smoke break for 40 minutes, and then we'll come back, and you'll play a song. Are you a musician, too? (laughs) Um, This song's on the record. It's called Lost at Sea. No, it's not. It's called Pennsylvania Turnpike. I played that song already. You like that? Once again, you don't drink anymore. Right. Okay. Delta and the pain fades each passing time. 
Susquehanna, Fox, and Illinois. Flowing to the ocean, carrying blood and rust and soil. They carry a trace of every place they've been on their way to the sea. And so the love we gave was not a vain joy. It's all the love that ever was and will be. So it will be. You're so very good. Thanks. Um, a few things. Is it okay if I still plug something into the board? Fantastic. Because our next guest, our first guest, technically, of the night, has her own theme song, so I want to play that for her when she comes up to the stage. This next person is incredibly important to me, and she's been on the show multiple times, and without this show, I don't know this person, and that's actually one of the reasons why I do this show. Uh, most of the people in this bar I knew before I did this talk show, and this show started during the Bush administration, and it makes me feel incredibly lucky to know each and every one of you, but it's important to make new friends, and it's important to stand your ground, and it's important to stand for three things in life. It's hustle, loyalty, and respect. Now we're going to do a segment that's just for her and I. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Stephanie Haas, everybody. I'm so glad you played that because it's going to come up later. Yes. Um, okay. So for the listener at home, you clearly know what that is. But for the uh, morons in the room, that's John Cena's theme song. John Cena is going to be president in the year 2028. Oh, God, I hope so. It's going to be a Cena rock ticket. It's going to be Republican, but we're all going to be cool with it. Anyways, <laughs> here we go. So uh, you and I are friends. Yeah, we met right here. We met at the Hungry Brain, and uh, I didn't know I would like you. I didn't know I would like you. And it's surprising to me that we still like each other. <laughs> yeah. And it's surprising to me that anyone in, that came to this show came to this show, so thank you so much. But it's also surprising to me that we both fell in love this year with professional wrestling. Yeah. Now, this is not a joke. I got into professional wrestling as a child, like most people do, but then I completely fell off because that's what's healthy and normal. I got back into it when... Chicago Blackhawks superstar Patrick Kane most probably likely sexually assaulted a woman and that made me real sad. So then I realized, oh, all sports make me super sad. What's a sport slash entertainment thing that doesn't make me super sad? Professional wrestling. Yeah. I talked about professional wrestling to you for many months. Yes. You tried to get me to watch it for close to a year and uh, I had no interest because my only exposure prior to that was in high school when all the mean boys would do suck it and uh, my mentally challenged sister was really into wrestling and I said this doesn't seem like a good influence for her and I don't care for it and I completely agree with what you just said what did you think that I did the suck it motion to a bunch of children <laughs> just, they don't know okay so it's fine yeah okay so what was the thing that got you into this by the way Stephanie has a good job in the college education <laughs> so I want to make that perfectly clear yes. she's also not like you're not there's nothing wrong with you physically mentally no I'm a property owner I'm I, I, I'm a web developer. I'm sorry. There's, there's no, nothing. Great. I make there's, a lot of money. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm wearing a child's John Cena t-shirt. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> what? why do we like this bullshit? 
Well, here's the thing. Uh, I've, I've prepared a presentation, and I'm using that word very loosely, uh, to explain what wrestling is, because a lot of people um, think that wrestling is wrestling, and that's wrong. It's absolutely wrong. Yeah, I don't Wait, care. Like, like Greco-Roman, or what do you, you... No, I mean, it's just barely about activity. Uh, I mean, it can be oh. if you want it to be... Oh, no! Oh, no, my presentation! <laughs> Pretend you didn't see that. Okay. <laughs> I knew I should have put these on poster board. We're going to pass these around like it's grade school. Is that okay with you? We can, sure. I'd yeah, love I don't to need do to frame that. these. Later. Al, will you be teacher's assistant? Fantastic. <laughs> Please sit on the corner of the stage and shut the fuck up. Okay, so Brandon, even though he tried to get me to watch wrestling, uh, I, I, I'll do a lot of things he tells me to do, but I won't watch the things that he tells me to watch because like, I can only let him dictate my life so far. Um, but then uh, I started getting laid, and this dude was texting me about wrestling all the time. So I was like, well, I might as well check this out, see what, see what the... Actually, I wasn't even... No, you know what? I didn't even... I just humored him. I humored him while he texted me about wrestling for months. And then one day, he texted me, Xavier Woods straightened his hair and is brushing it, and it's majestic. Now, I didn't know who Xavier Woods was, but I didn't know that wrestling was about men brushing their hair. Yes, that's about 10% of all wrestling. Yeah. It's so fun. Literally. So this is Xavier Woods, and he literally one day straightened his hair and walked around the ring while his two tag team partners wrestled, and he just brushed his hair. Ooh, how long did it get? Uh, shoulder? Really shoulder about very, shoulders? Yeah. Uh, think think uh, when James Brown would have hair that he would brush. Oh. He, he also uh, plays That's the pretty. trombone. I mean, he doesn't actually, he's not a good trombone player, but he carries a trombone around and blows on it. And annoys the announcers. Yeah, that's his job. It's He's great. really and by the way, his uh, Twitter handle is Xavier Woods PhD. He legit has a PhD. He's working on it. In from what? Being uh, a cool bro. I don't know. Uh, He's getting it from like an online university. He's it counts. Like, it counts. Okay. Phoenix it counts. is but, it Phoenix? Uh, no, it's a different. Oh no, that's Full Sail University. That's a joke for her and I. <laughs> oh, we're so fun. So Xavier Woods is on a tag team called The New Day. The New Day is three super nerdy black men. Uh, they are great. They have a fake cereal called Bootios. Yeah, because they want you to. Because you got to eat your Bootios. That they want you to eat ass. They're they're telling children to eat assholes, and that's it. That's their gimmick. Yeah. It's so fun. Uh, last week they had a time machine that was made out of a refrigerator box. And they went back in time, and they had a. They came out, and then they were in black and white, and their cereal existed in the past, but it was called Dairy Air Squares. <laughs> Wrestling is cool. <laughs> Wait, so butt, butts were square before? Um, well, you know, it was just like booties, O's, what's another word for butt, what's another shape, you know. I see. It's just, it's just goose. It's just fun. I'm believing this, this time, time travel business. Oh, it was great. This sounds very believable. Well, they did it because they were fighting uh, this tag team called the Vaudevillains, who I do not care for. The Vaudevillains always come out in black and white, and they're old timey guys. Their gimmick is the 1920s when the white race was superior. Right, and I don't like it because it's like I get it. I've lived in Logan Square for a decade. (laughs) Um, I don't need to see another handlebar mustache. But they. They represent the values of the bygone era. So the New Day built this time machine so that they could go check out the bygone era. And the New Day will consistently allude to how it was not a good era for anyone of color, but they won't say that. I just spilled a drink all over and I ruined your stage. I just ruined your stage. You ruined all your No one's doing anything. Perfect. I love it. Next. I got a wet t shirt. Oh, there's no oh, all over the t-shirts? God damn it. Who yeah. wants a free t-shirt? There's apparently. no lady in the shirt. It's just okay, a, next. A t-shirt. Okay. We have to move on. So I said, all right, 
wrestling is about brushing hair. Uh, what else is it about? I asked, so I asked, I asked my gentleman friend, who's the weirdest wrestler? And he said, Bray Wyatt. So start looking into Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is a swamp preacher from Louisiana who is a cult leader, and he comes out holding a lantern and then sits in a rocking chair and gives spooky speeches. Oh. And if you YouTube search uh, Bray Wyatt, he's got the whole world in his hands, you will see a video where he leads a children's choir out into the wrestling arena And they all sing this while he leads them, and then all the lights go out, and when they come back on, all the children are wearing spooky sheep masks. Oh, because, you know, that's where you find sheeps in the swamp. Right? No, no, no. Don't ask questions. We will pass around the visual aids. Like like lambs. Uh, Because wrestling is also Halloween. Yeah. It's fun to play. You know what? I'm just going to say this right now. I'm kind of into this. Yeah. wrestling's the great. best it's real great this is, this is kind of fun tell me okay. more uh, okay so I like spooky things I like Halloween there's a jack-o'-lantern on my door uh, <laughs> right now year round year round year round for the listener at home if you're not listening to this uh, right away it's May yeah okay so um, so shortly after this I discovered a wrestler who's been around uh, a very long time named Kane and Kane is a uh, a demon from hell uh, and he was in a tag team with a very popular uh, wrestler named Daniel Bryan and this is a photo from, uh, they were not getting along in their tag team, so they had to get sent to anger management class. <gasps> Odd couple. Which was a story that went on for weeks, apparently. Uh, they just kept showing these two wrestlers in an anger management class. At one point, they, at one point Kane, the demon, got like a pretend job at a diner so that they could role play their relationship. And then in the middle of the wrestling ring, they had a graduation ceremony and made everyone in the audience hug. Oh no, that's lovely. Yeah. So thus far we learned wrestling is about combing your hair. Wrestling is about making children wear masks and wrestling is about making people hug. How is this bad? How is this any dumber or better or worse than basketball or football? It's the same. We're doing the same. This is so fun. It's so great. Full circle. That's, uh, that's how I see it. So here's another... Uh, this, is, this is just a straight-up rivalry that, um, that has been going on. So this is, uh, this is Jericho and Dean Ambrose. Jericho, you guys might remember because he was part of the Attitude Era. Yeah. Uh, He's Dean still a- alive. Dean Ambrose mm-hmm. is also known mm-hmm. as the Lunatic Fringe. His thing is that he's crazy. Right. Uh, <laughs> within reason, though. It's still the Fringe. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so... so um, Jericho had a fake talk show that existed in, within the show of wrestling uh, called uh, the... What's it called? Talk is Jericho. No, Talk no. is Jericho is his actual podcast. A highlight reel. The highlight reel. So he had a fake talk show. Like, they would just... They just stop wrestling, and he comes out, and he has a plant, and they do a talk show. Uh, and then they decided to cancel his talk show and replace it with the Ambrose Asylum. So Dean Ambrose came out and taped a poster board sign over Chris Jericho's TV and then replaced his plant, Jericho's plant, with his own plant, and he named that plant Mitch, and then hosted a different fake talk show. So, obviously, Jericho's mad about that. They fight for weeks trying to see which wrestler gets to keep their show. Uh, Chris Jericho broke Mitch the plant, and then Dean Ambrose... Uh, destroyed Chris Jericho's $15,000 light-up jacket. What kind of plant was it? Uh, it was a ficus. Oh, <laughs> no, you can't. Come on. Come There's on, been guys. tribute. There's, like, tribute art online about Mitch... 
the ficus. Yeah. So I so mean, every month they have a big. Important. There's there's wrestling ficuses. every Monday night. It's called Monday Night Raw, and then every month there is a pay per view that's like a big special event. So that was that just happened this Sunday. They had a giant match. Uh, where the sole thing that they were fighting about was two fake talk shows, a jacket, and a plant. Yeah. So wrestling is also about nature, because if you don't have plants, you don't have oxygen, you fucking idiots. Right. <laughs> right. We have to take care of nature. This yes. is what they're telling us. I, I am really into this right now. This is good. I'm, come it's on, so guys. fun. Let's jump it's, on this bandwagon. It's so much goofier than Wrestling isn't just for the boys. It's also for the girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah actually, I have, I have something to that point. So they just started giving uh, the girls personality. So there's not like any cool demon women or anything like that. Um, but this is Naomi, and she's pretty cool because uh, one of her big moves is that she hits people in the face with her butt. And it's called the rear view. Cause you're who doesn't her- do that? Yeah. Come on, guys. <laughs> like, you know, who she doesn't want to do that yeah. or have So wrestling it? is also aspirational because you need to be able to jump pretty high in the air to shove your butt in someone else's yeah. face. Yeah. It's goals. Workout goals. Workout goals, guys. Come on. <laughs> okay, I have two more. And uh, this next one is... My favorite thing about wrestling, it's the authority. <laughs> the authority is basically business cosplay. So this is, this is Triple H. Uh, he's been a wrestler for a very long time. This is Stephanie McMahon. She is the daughter of Vince McMahon, who owns the WWE. Uh, and that's Kane, and that's Seth Rollins. So Stephanie and Triple H actually run the WWE. Like, they have real jobs there. They actually make business decisions. Uh, but they also exist within the world of wrestling as bad guy business characters. And their whole thing is just, we're bad guys, we love business. Yeah, no, isn't that what all business people are? Yeah. No? <laughs> it's it's great. So what, I don't remember if it was you or someone told me uh, the worst thing that you can do in wrestling is wear a suit. Yes. Yes. Oh. And uh, it's so great. So Kane is also in this photo. He was also a member of the Authority for a while. Kane does not have a real job with the WWE. He is only a wrestler. Is he an intern? No. They, oh. they made him on the show. They made him the director of operations. They gave oh. him a fake business job. Title only. Okay, Kane so in, okay, in storyline, Kane is the Undertaker's brother. And he burned, and, and the undertake, and the reason Kane's backstory is the Undertaker burned Kane's parents alive. Oh no! And Kane had to wear a mask because he was his horribly disfigured. Yeah, that's kind of a in bummer. real life. Kane is a libertarian that's considering running for office in the state of Tennessee and oh. sells insurance. That's oh. real. All state or wrestling is fantastic. What's he has he? his own company, um, State Farm. Like what's he? Al- I, think he I think he has his own his own thing. The uh, general is that. Oh, and there was an episode. There was an episode of Raw where uh, where Seth Rollins thought that Kane was fucking with him. Um, wait, was it Seth? Anyway, it doesn't matter. It was Seth. Anyway, uh, Kane had to undergo a an HR evaluation. Like an HR oh. representative followed him around for the duration of this wrestling show to determine if he was doing a good job at his fake job of director of operations. And then they had the review in the ring at the yes, end of the night. They had an HR evaluation in the middle of a wrestling That was night. the main event. <laughs> this is the best. <laughs> was this pay-per-view? No! Oh, On well, USA that's a, every that's Monday a, night. That's this a is, lost, is, lost income is just right what there. you can watch on basic cable. <laughs> 
Do you want to give them the, the, the best part about all of wrestling? Uh, yeah, okay, but, but wait, I want to... There's, there's a thing that ties into this last part that deals with the authority. So the authority, as they are business bad guys, um, they... What, the, the guy Seth Rollins on there uh, was threatening to break John Cena's friend's neck at oh, one point about, a, about a year and a half move. ago. No, was it? Well... See, John Cena had taken the authority out of power. No, but still, you never break some. You never threaten to break someone's back. But it worked. Business. It oh, worked. It worked. It worked. Because Mavericks. Seth, Seth Rollins was like, "I'm going to break this dude's neck unless you bring the authority back into oh. power." So John Cena's a good guy. He's he's like the the biggest guy. He's the best guy. Uh, so he's like, "Okay, I'm going to bring the authority back." And then the authority, the business guys. For an entire episode, had like a sarcastic John Cena appreciation night. Because John Cena hates business because he's a good guy and business guys are bad guys. So they're just like insulting him by saying, hey, we're business and we love John Cena. All night long. Just all of these sarcastic packages about how great John Cena is. It's the best. It's a real inside joke. Show Did John the Cena know that they were making fun of him? Or yeah. was yeah, it no, just this like, was like, no. This is part yeah, of the story business. where it's like John Cena's upset that they're having John Cena just appreciation. Every time Today like, show host John business. Cena was upset. Okay, so maybe maybe oh, this isn't making sense because you don't see. This is John Cena. Uh, oh. He's holding a baby goat. Um, he's he, real big and that baby goat is real small. Is that his baby goat? No, that's just know. a baby goat that John it's Cena is cradling. One. That's the most important one. Make sure everyone's... Just and a baby yeah. goat Walk around the found. block when we're yes. done with the room and make sure everyone in the world knows that that exists. So, I mean, that's a real powerful image. So here's the thing about John, John Cena. John Cena with a baby goat. He is uh, a comedy movie star, yes, but also children's favorite wrestler. Like, he's huge. He sells the most merch. Uh, he's like pretty right. considered pretty cheesy. He's got a baby goat picture. He's got a baby goat picture. Kind of hot. He's done the most make a wishes of anyone. Yeah, uh, hundred like over five hundred make a wishes. His theme song starts with a sample of a rap song. That sample is the name is like the name of a man who was murdered by the cops. He's John so, Cena's theme so song starts with someone. Yelling the name of Amadou Diallo, who was murdered by the New York City cops, and children listen to it every single week. John Cena is a social justice warrior. Thank you for coming to our TED Talk about the WWE. <laughs> um, I have right. one. We tricked you all. I have one. You're welcome. Do some plugs really quick, then I'm going to give you a gift. Some plugs. Yeah, we're done. Oh, okay. Uh, plug. No, no, no. I, I just didn't understand. I can't just stay up here. Uh, uh, Comedy Secrets next Tuesday at the uh, Beat Kitchen. It used to be here on this stage. Uh, the Comedy Exposition, third weekend of July. Parlor Car every Thursday at Bardeville at Steph Haas on Twitter. These are all very funny things that you <laughs> laugh at. Thank you FYI. for skipping your show to do this show. I really appreciate it. Um, you and I are going to watch Monday Night Raw on Monday and watch the return of American hero John Cena, and I'm I am so excited. So excited. Um, Is he going to bring that goat? I hope so. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope that's the storyline. He brings out the goat, and Bray Wyatt wants to kill it. Oh, that'd be yeah. so good. Um, we're good friends, and uh-huh. you bought me a gift this week, uh, and I got it right before I left. She got me a Sasha Banks mug. It says, Legit Boss. It's a perfect mug. Um, and I wanted to repay the favor. It's so a really good-looking mug. I got you this, and... Uh, 
I'm, I'm doing this on microphone because if I don't and a kid gets murdered, they're going to blame me. I got you this. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry for screaming into the mic. It's one of them wrestling masks. It's Kane. I, I love it. Just, you know. I got you a Kane oh, mask. I, I forgot to mention that I'm super attracted to Kane. <laughs> uh, for the listener at home with that, or without re- the mask. that refuses to Google, oh, all right. Kane is one of the ugliest people known to man. Uh, <laughs> but he's so big and smooth. He so is let's, so let's ugly. The, let's keep the mask on him for your fantasies, because I don't want to see gross. I think you'd like Kane mask and without. You don't care the Kane no, you get. No, she said both, but let's, for the audience, let's keep him the mask on. Let's just, let's do that. See, Stephanie, please put your hands together for Stephanie Haas. Listen to the name. That's the name of the man that was murdered by the cops. Okay, so, um, Al, I would like you to play a song. Now, here's the thing. Al, you didn't know we were going to talk about wrestling. And to my knowledge, you don't have any songs about Rowdy Rowdy Piper, who is the greatest wrestler of all time. Do you have any other wrestling songs, though? Uh, Fantastic. Uh, You have a song about Paul Bearer, who was the manager of Undertaker. Uh, What's the song called? Uh, The song's called City on the Main. Can we just real quick, can we just say that life is like a wrestling match? Continue. And that's what he writes about? Okay. No. No? No? Yes! Yeah, it is. Go. Go out. Just do it. Just play your song. I, li- I like wrestling. Do you really like wrestling? I-, I watched wrestling when I was like in grade school. That's cool. How old are you now? 30. 30? Yeah. So you watched 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Big fan. cream truck plays turkey in the straw in the shadow of the steeple of St. Stanislaus. Timbales ring out from the open garages of the Norten Yokumbia bands. The 91 Bulls, Buicks on 20-inch rims. Rattle can orange, ride around Tim. I see Tim outside every weekend when he's got his kids. We're all just trying to withstand. Used to be every single block had a different kind of shop with the shop. Keeper's family in the apartment on top. And anything you needed was everything they got. It was just one long walk with a bunch of little stops, little stops. Sideways bathtub Madonnas Front porch adulations Under metal awnings Every brick in this house Laid by hand And we ride up to Susie's Polish and fries Where so many fell in love By her neon lights Then made little loves of their own That grew up on the same Side of town As their mom Town as their moms and dads Well, my buddy's pops He used to be a cop I see him when he waters the grass He don't talk He got all of his in a concrete cell block with a phone book and a plastic bag. Now they treat him like a sweet old man. God damn! Shit on the lawn if they got him. Summer and 
spring have this fair weather fling, but it always gets bottomed by autumn. And ice and snow are the only things that grow, so we go to the lake. Watch the waves roll where the moon gets high, and you can be alone and stare out at the stars standing on this spinning stone. Yeah, wait, that was great. Wait, that's not on the record. No. How, what is that, brand new? It's a brand new song. Oh, that's, my, that's a good one. Woo! Meredith, please come to the stage. Wait, okay, uh, I'm going to talk to you while she comes to the stage. Okay. How old is that? I know it's a new song, but like, how, when did you write that thing? Uh, I wrote it over the course of the last year or two. That is, that's your next great one. That's like this edition of Lost at Sea. You know what I mean? That's a new calling card song. The okay, the oh fuck that. Yeah, that was good. Thanks, Holy man. shit. Thank you, dude. Ah, fuck. <laughs> that not and I want I don't want to be insulting to your other songs, no, but no, like, no. ooh, fuck. Why isn't that on the record, man? Cuz I just wrote it like You said it took you wrote it over the last 2 years. Yeah, but I finished it like a few weeks ago. Like oh, two, fuck. A couple months ago. Fuck! If I was Bloodshot, I'd be pissed at you right now because that's the song. I'm gonna make another record. Oh fuck! It'll be on the next record. It, clearly, you yeah, of course, on the next record. What a revolutionary statement you just said. Now, Saint Stance. Where is Saint Stance? Because if it's a Saint Saint Stance, I'm thinking of yeah. Is it the first verse? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which where's that Saint? The Stance? one at Long and Fullerton. I got a real bad memories of that place. I'll tell you after the show off of yeah. mic because I don't talk about that stuff on mic, and I'm not joking. Fuck yes. That's the song. Number two, if there was a Chicago Departed, that would be the song that they would use at the end when they're killing a bunch of people with all the fucking local, with all the local color, and you'd be like fucking pissed because you're like Hollywood's ruining my art. But it's so good. That's the song. I love that song. Thank you. Good job. Get off stage now. Get the fuck off. No, I'm joking. Oh, fuck. That was good. That is not on the album. So no. just wait a few years and uh, buy the thing you actually want. That's a You, Me, Them, Everyone exclusive. Get the name of the show right. We're only been doing this for seven years. Okay, Meredith. It's a You, Me, Them, hey. Everyone. Everybody, you fucking idiot. I said to do it again. I'm sorry. You fucked it up the second time, though. Not on purpose. No, you didn't. You didn't do it on purpose. You're just saying that now. Meredith, how are you? I'm really great. Uh, I'm actually really excited. This is the first time I think that Al and I have been on stage together since we were 12. In theater camp. In theater camp. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah. Okay, we, please back to we were uh, We met at the uh, Northern Illinois University theater camp when we were 12. It's true. Yeah, and our camp counselor was now comedian Amy Sumter. Which is fucking crazy. Uh, it took I, me, didn't, I didn't even know that. I didn't it, put that together. It took me fucking years to figure it out, but I was like, you got a face. Ah, I know that face. Uh, but I'm drunk all the time. So, But like, yeah, we, we had a pretty cool, I think we had a little sketch at the end. There was a lot of Crocodile Hunter uh, impressions. Yeah, probably. It was 1998. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Are we going to do the sketch or what? Yep, whole thing. Still got it. How does it go? I don't know. Who did the Who did the Crocodile Hunter? That was me. Ah! Yeah, you had something Was else. he the Crocodile Hunter? Did Al play no. It was like some sort of sketch show where we it all played. It was dumb. <laughs> you oh know, it was real smart. Written by 12-year-olds. Oh, it's too cute. Too that cute, That is really guys. cute. It was okay. real cute. Uh, 
Anyways. too adorable. Speaking of uh, the past, we're here to talk about a specific... This is Meredith Ketchel, everybody. Uh, uh, she's, she's done the show before, but I didn't officially introduce her to you lovely people. Hi. Okay, now that we've done that, uh, we're Great. here to talk about the past. Talking about the past, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you wanted to talk about your ghost? I wa- I, yeah. Uh, so it was decided like beforehand by Miss Stephanie Haas. I was like, oh, what are we going to talk about? Oh, the most interesting thing in my life, the fact that uh, my house is haunted by the next door neighbor. Okay, it's... wait. Yeah. Okay, I, no, those are two different things. Those are two different things? Yes, because if someone's haunting your house, they're usually dead. Yeah. And if the next door neighbor's haunting your house, that's a human being wreaking havoc upon your life. Yeah, so, I mean, like, so the house next door is haunted, and it has no place, it has nobody to haunt, nobody lives there, so it comes to our house. Oh, that's a curveball. I did yeah. not see that coming. Yeah, and, uh, it's the most nuisance piece of shit uh, in the entire world, and it sucks. But it's also very interesting. Also, I can throw very loud parties because that house so who, has who no one it? in it. Thank who you. It? Good um, question. That's a really great question. So I, uh, I don't know if anyone else here has ever had a haunting. No. They're, yeah, no, no one. Because they're not real. Uh, you would think that. Oh. I thought that too. I really thought that too until shit started going down. Anyways, so like this shadow of a man kept walking past my room, like oh, back God. and forth like oh, this. My God. And <laughs> yeah, it gets so much worse, oh, buddy. Fuck. Really, really, really quick. Was it a man? Uh, it's clearly a man. It's like tall like a man, very like broad shoulders, uh, very broad uh, belly. We all know men are tall and have bellies. <laughs> so far, the story checks out. No tits on that ghost! By the way, uh, so, mu- so much like a man to just walk around in your fucking house. Yeah, just not uh, even a question. Spilling his man you, plasma all over. Uh, so he started walking around. I told my roommate at the time about it. I was like... Yo, there's a dude that's walking past the room when you're at work. It is scaring the shit out of me. Really quick, you said roommate at the time. I'm assuming that roommate no longer lives with you. She no longer lives with because me, Because no. she doesn't believe in ghosts and you people are crazy. Because she absolutely believes in ghosts oh, that's and moved why. out. Okay. Did you next. make up this ghost story to get rid of that roommate? I wish. Okay. Wait, Had next. I done it sooner, it would have been a much better year. Next question. Yeah. The fact that... Was it daytime? This was daytime, yeah. What? This, that was the worst part. She you would go. You see shadows in the daytime? She would go to school. Really quick, then, Merle, when do you usually see shadows? Nighttime? Yeah. But the sun. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone understands shadows, you ass. Yeah, uh, but you know what I mean. Like, in the daytime. They're like bigger at night, though. You know what that shadow is because you go, ah, oh, yeah, it's my, my whatever it's in my, my house. Whole body. So you're walking that. around downtown Chicago in the day. You see all these shadows. You're like, there's ghosts everywhere. No, I know what it is. They're it's building like, oh, ghosts. Look, building shadow because of sun. <laughs> uh, but there's a, it's weird when because it, you didn't know what it was. I didn't know what it was, but I like knew inherently what it was. There's a shadow. It like, it like you'll Wait, never whoa, 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 whoa. fucking believe me. You're gonna be a dick the about adjective this. Adjective that you used to describe a ghost was inherently. I inherently knew it was a ghost. I inherently knew it was a ghost. I knew it was a ghost. I knew 100% that uh, like a dead spirit was walking around. I can kind of... No, because you felt it. Yeah, you get all fucking chills. Don't give me that. Don't no. lean back no, like you her. understand the afterlife. I'm with her. Jag. Anyways. Wait, wait, wait. What did you just call me? Jag. Jack? Jag. Oh, I thought you were referencing Jack, the hit film starring Robin Williams, and he happens to be dead, and he's a ghost now, oh, so I got confused. Uh, or he's a tiny big... 
where's the where's the big tiny man? He's that, just trying to fuck Dre- 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 Anyway, so uh, my roommate didn't believe me, obviously, because it's fucking crazy. That's I said, why. That's I said, why. I would like to approach this ghost of a man. I would like to make it very like safe and comfortable for me. I'd like to like, start addressing him as Kyle, because I've never been afraid of a Kyle in my life, and I never will be. So he became sort of like more of a character that would just fuck with us. So she woke me up one night, a couple months after we uh, moved in together, and she, like, kicked open the door and she was just like, there's a fucking earthquake. And I was like, nope, there is not at all. And I am asleep. She goes, you got to check this out. So we go into her room. Her bed had moved uh, away from the wall all the way to the other end of the room. Pillows were off. Sheets were like pulled up. And she was like, nothing else in the house has moved. You didn't feel that? And I was like, I and it was just her? feel that. It was just her. And oh. my boyfriend at the time just went like white and was like, to be clear, you only date white guys. No, so I dated a I dated a lot of Samoans. Um, he got he got like super white. You know who else is Samoan? The Rock, future president, The Rock, twenty twenty four, Rock Cena. Right. Let's do this, people. I don't uh-huh. think that's real. I'm a truther about that. Um. Anyway, so my boyfriend's face goes white, and he's just like, "Oh shit!" Like when you were Becky, were staying up the other night. It happened to me a week ago, and then he like got a bunch of sage, and we started saging the house. I at this point was still skeptical that anything could like really fuck with us, right? As I can see in your eyes, your cold, dead brown eyes. I would call them alive and medium. Uh, I am into Medium isn't a color. I'm into this completely, and um, I'm frightened. So so then it starts getting like weirder and weirder. So um, things start like moving around the house. Things aren't where we like put them. And then. uh, Really quick, for the listener at home, Esmeralda is literally shaking her arms back and forth. Like all of this. Like she's a child willing the ghost to go away. I, no, the ghost doesn't follow me. Okay, um, good. The ghost doesn't follow me. I don't need that. I don't need that in my house. So, I mean, the upstairs neighbors have had this too, where like their beds have shaken, things have moved, oh, everything is very strange. So no. that's when the nightmares started. And ah. the nightmares were every night for about two months, we would all wake up around the same time. You'd like get up and go to the bathroom and be like, fuck. Um, and then, so about two months into it, my boyfriend and I were sleeping in my bed and we both like shot up at the same time covered in sweat just like wet hair and i was just like i just had the weirdest one yet and he was like me too and i was like what was yours and he was like i dreamt that i was just standing next to the bed watching us sleep for like six hours the entire time that we'd been asleep and that was my dream exactly so the both of us had had the exact same nightmare of just watching All right, ourselves I'm, I'm sleep. I'm real freaked out now. Now that uh, now that this I'm not leaving the hungry hold on, brain. Hold on, not hold on, I'm hold not on. Leaving. Now I'm that this segment here. has devolved into talking about dreams, mm. Come on. yeah, but that makes sense. Stop, no. please, it'll please. Get, it'll get real weird. I'm gonna knock your fucking socks off. No, the you're next not. Yeah, uh, I'm, cool, <laughs> I'm a cool guy. You can't knock my socks off. Number one, uh, you open this segment with "I drink a lot." I do. So I sleep soundly most nights. No, or, I believe, or, no, or I believe this. I you believe wake this up completely. in a pool of sweat most nights, and you and your what roommates... What is your drinking like? That's the worst. I'm just saying. like Just fireballs, and then I wake up real <laughs> yeah, hot. You just do a bunch of shots of fireballs. Oh, too many. <laughs> okay. And then if you and do you and your roommates... All, do your roommates also drink? 
Uh, they do. The downstairs one doesn't really. No, no, but, but the people that live in your like unit ish. Uh, yeah. Okay. And then my upstairs neighbor doesn't drink at all. And but the fact that you're all waking this. up to go to the bathroom at relatively the same point in the night <laughs> makes me think yeah, you all party but together. No, no, no. None of the same dream. Okay, because of a dreams weird mundane don't thing. mean anything. Don't don't okay. I know, what, I know no. what happened to me. These you are ghosts. clearly don't know what happened, but please continue. These are ghosts. Okay. Ghosts. All right. So you want to hear the worst one? Of course. Oh, worst yes. One. Yes. All right. yes. So this, this happened uh, a month after the nightmares uh, stopped, basically. So my roommate, Becky, her mom died when she was 18. And her aunt gave her a little, like, necklace, like a token. Right. It had an M on it for Mary. Yes. Keep laughing at me, bitch. Um, I laughed at the name Becky. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. She's definitely yeah. a Becky, too. Um, and so she lost that, like, three moves ago. Okay. She just never saw it again. Uh, we were friends long before that. She, she wore it almost every day. Uh, just hadn't seen it. So one day after school, she went to Target. She got new sheets. Wait, after school? She was in <gasps> graduate school. Okay. But you didn't say that. You sound like a kid. I live with right? middle schoolers. Okay. Um, <laughs> no, and we're all drunk all the time. Uh, <laughs> no, okay. So she comes home, and she puts the sheets on. We all go to bed. Whatever. She gets up in the middle of the night, has a little nightmare, goes to the bathroom, pees it out. At this point, we're kind of used to it. Comes back, and the necklace that she lost four years ago is in the middle of the new sheets. Oh, my God. Oh, no, no, no. I was run out of that house. So she Just came run. in. She, again, run. kicked my door open and was like, house. what is this? I was like, I don't know. Meredith, don't, oh you have, Meredith, don't you have cats? I have one cat. Her name is Thelma. What does that matter? He thinks that my cat went to former apartments of my ex-roommate Becky. Or Becky had it in a corner and the cat hit it and then brought it back out. That's like an insane sleepless in Seattle situation, I feel. Nope, it makes perfect sense. It totally makes sense. Why would... Cats aren't that malicious. Is they that about they, the cat didn't think it was being malicious. The cat thought oh it was playtime because Becky got out of bed in the middle of the night. So There's not yeah, ghosts. What does your ghost want? You have cats have you and drunks. That's all you have. Uh, like, what are we talking about? No, we will. We will talk to the ghosts at some point. Actually, um, are you gonna do? Oh wait, former comic and dead comic Mike Shapiro, who maybe only Stephanie knows. Before he died, said, Wait, Hello. wait, wait, really quick. Did you try to pull a trump card, no pun intended, of being like, listen, I know the deadest underground comic possible? He was definitely not underground. He had one great Eric Clapton joke, but that's it. Uh, but he, what he was, was what was the joke? Yeah. Uh, the joke was, man, Eric Clapton's a piece of shit. Uh, he wrote one song about his dead son and 30 songs about cocaine. And I, I really, I like that joke a lot. That's a great joke. Um, anyways. Uh, so he offered, apparently him and his parents are all mediums and talk to the dead. God. Speaking of, yes. he told me that he talked to Robin Williams the day after his suicide <gasps> with his parents and that he seemed very confused. And this was supposed to be some sort of way to convince me to have this man over to my house. Can I, can I like, wait, has this happened already? No, he's dead. Oh, so when are you going to have this whole thing where you like have a So back? we actually, my upstairs neighbor is doing a documentary about it. He invited <laughs> paranormal investigators, the Windy City Paranormal, to my house. <gasps> I want, can and I be there? And they set up like motion sensor cameras. By the yeah. way, and also one of their tools was a child's snail toy that when you walked past it, it went like, and... 
I didn't. That makes sense. No, I, no, that makes I sense. I was like, boo, this is the worst. Uh, but well, then it, you just, it went well, off. Esmeralda said it makes sense, so I mean, I can't possibly refute I believe, that. I believe it. Just, you know, uh, A woman is talking. Can you not step over it? I just... Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I just think think things like walking, but you know, just uh, spirits and oh, yeah. I believe this so much. You do, yeah. I'm into uh, this I didn't real until I, I was like you. I didn't until it started happening. So the last thing that happened, uh, it stopped. This goes on. It stopped happening for about five, well, five or six months, and then uh, one day I was talking to my two roommates, and I was just like, "Man, I slept like shit last night." There was a goddamn baby. What asshole in the neighborhood brought their baby out at 5.30 in the morning? And we were all like, yeah, like, I couldn't sleep either because of that baby. And my roommate and I, who sleep on the second floor, and, you know, it sounded like it was in the plank way uh, that touches the house. But my roommate that sleeps in the basement was just like, oh, really? Uh, I thought it was coming out of, oh, my closet. I got real scared. <laughs> And she was the biggest skeptic of all. And then there was a crib outside that house the next Ah! day in the trash. Oh, God. Do you want to come over to the house and, like, look around? I think the more likely story is someone abandoned a baby in your alley. Great. As long as it stops crying. I am insanely into this. And whenever (laughs) you do anything, I want to be there. Yeah, dope. Okay. And feel it. That was the correct adjective. I'm real curious. What does he want? What happened? I think he's what just happened kind of, to him. Why? I think is he's he just a haunting? lonely dork. <laughs> like he just no. Like, and how can you help him to go up and just rest? He's gotta go. Uh, right? He can just stay Ghost? in his own Ghost? house. I don't, I don't know. care I'm what happens to him. Yeah, he's, but like to get rid of him, like he needs to. He's got a vendetta. He's got something. That? There's something. There's unfinished oh, business. I'll just leave Red Bulls outside of the house. I'll line it like salt. And <laughs> just I just like, know there's, un- there's unfinished business for this person, this ghost. What do you think unfinished business means? Because I, don't I haven't know. paid my taxes in two years. Am I going to be stuck here forever? Maybe. But Fuck. then you have the fun of haunting people. <laughs> that Wait, sucks. are you more afraid of ghosts or the IRS? Oh, uh, the government. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> no, my mom. Um... Yeah, I don't know what gets you stuck here, but he's annoying. He hasn't shown up for like nine months. Though, we need so. to find out. Like, why is he still There's here? There's nothing to find out. Why is he still here? Why is the way to trick her into baby. Why? why? How are you people more excited about ghosts than wrestling? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Something that affects know. your life. I you might know. become a ghost. Exactly. No, I always, I always threaten people with when I'm angry at them. It's like when I die, I'm gonna haunt you. So I'm gonna have to like ask this guy, how did you stay a ghost? Also, what are your tips and tricks for being a shitty asshole ghost? Right. When I want to haunt these know. dicks in my life. Uh, Al, I, I got a perfect song for you to play. After I need this. him to Mr. Miyagi me when I, I die and ghost. then I haunt oh, all these. These aren't. Why, these aren't. This is not a thing. <laughs> no. No. I'm haunt people. I kind of, I've had it in my head. I'm going to haunt people when I die. All right. Yeah. All right. It's going to happen. We it's going to be great. It's going to be fantastic. Is summer camp over? We good? I'm going to be so famous. <laughs> just haunting people. This just proves no? to me that I'm not ready to be a father because when I have children and they will t- all be ghosts. They'll They're going to ask. They're going to be like, Daddy. I'm not ready to be a ghost, Daddy, Dad. Daddy, Brandon Weatherby. <laughs> Wait, I, <laughs> I just can't. Just It doesn't, it's not a thing. It gives a shit. Go fucking watch wrestling. Be cool. Isn't, like, it cool that, isn't it cool that Ghost Dad raped like 30 women? Yeah. Yeah. He walked right <laughs> through them. 
It's true. Okay, uh, that seems like a good Bill, Co- Bill Cosby should not get any O's at this point, let's be honest. Uh, Meredith has multiple shows that you should go see. Uh, yep. Ghosts are a plenty. Ghosts are a plenty. Uh, you can always come to Chicago Underground Comedy at the Beat Kitchen every Tuesday, except the last Tuesday of the month. You can go see Stephanie Haas uh, with her Comedy Secrets. I have a show called Beef. It's a roast battle every first Friday. Saturday, excuse me, no, first Friday of the month at North, and then Hoo Ha Comedy, which is doing a backyard tour this summer, because we lost our venue. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. I thought you meant like you were actually like leaving Chicago to do a tour. I will never leave Chicago. Even going to Evanston gives me the willies. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about that on the show before. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. Listen to the show. Listen to the podcast. All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, I like Meredith quite a bit, uh, even though I am a complete realist and ghosts clearly do not exist, and she doesn't enjoy wrestling. So that just proves to people they don't exist. No matter how much you scream, they don't exist. Uh, That just proves to me that you can still be friends with people you don't agree with 100% of the time. Uh, Trump 2016 is going to be great. Al, will you please play the song, Everybody Out, in honor of the bullshit that Meredith just talked about? Uh, this is a song that you've played on the show many times. This one is on the album. It's a very good song. I'm excited for you to play it. And then we'll get we'll talk a minute, and then you'll actually play the song you meant to play on a guitar. I can play whatever. whatever. Well, you brought two instruments. I did. Meredith's oh. real mad at me because I said Ghost Don't Exist. This is so great. Okay. Uh, Al, take it away. Okay, here you go. Everybody out, the place is hot, some blue nose bastard blew the spot. We got to get going or we're gonna get got. Let's go, yeah, let's go. I bust the hoop on the barrel, dump the hooch in the gin. Any moment that door will come busting in. But the excise man ain't gonna get no grin off of me, oh yeah, he'll see what doesn't see. He don't see he nothing, no, no, he don't. Come snooping around, we throw the dog a bust for the runner around. He thinks his head in the sand is his ears to the ground, but he'd never know. It's a Kentucky and a man running the real McCoy with a fiery fellow under his employ, and he's from Galway Bay. He ain't no Boston boy. Watch his convoy roll and rolls and rolls. Sell to the priests, politicians, and cops. And that's just how it goes. So you can break every barrel, you can crack every pot, you can shut down every still you think we got. But we'd still stoke the fire, stoke a burning hot. Watch it glow, yeah. Watch it glow, it glows low.
on another boss man's take There ain't no free man except the one you make Oh, let the true light show, let it show Very, very, very nice. good. Usually I play this one with a fiddler, so I'll just uh, do something else. Maybe I'll sing the melody. Anyway. I once ran away to Galway Seeking isolation from a love that I wrecked on the shores back home west I found peace on an island of strangers No one knew my name, my deeds, or my shame Facelessly wandering the town Until banjo in hand I joined a busking band And we shut old Galway down And after the streets we took to the bars And we sang till the sun dimmed the stars There in the emerald dawns Meek light growing strong I thought you know nowhere Except where you are You are nowhere Except where you are Hitching my way up the Hedford Road To Campbell's the next rainy night A sports car pulled aside And gave me a ride To the glow of the pub shining bright They invited me in Said it's about to begin And I set my kit down on the floor they said we don't know your name Or where the hell that you came from But somehow you've been here before Then we drank and sang songs Till the lights all came on Then we sang and we drank up some more Now forever will I Pant forward and kind And throw wide the traveler's door
This one from the record. first songs I played at the Hungry Brain when I played here. Bottle every night 
hear her sobs up in the bedroom, though they're broken and tired. Then a night like any other, except no waking this time. Taking off to the doctor where she lay down and died. And who should I blame for this sorrow? I know. Corn liquor, corn liquor, corn liquor, I owe. Corn liquor, I owe. Corn liquor, I ate. Corn liquor, corn liquor, corn liquor, I ate. So let's drink. To the past and all that came before, as we raise up a glass of corn liquor once more, corn liquor, corn liquor, I. Corn liquor, corn liquor, corn liquor, I Maybe I'll do one more just to bring it up. There we go. Let's do that. This one's for Dan. He's been pouring drinks forever for me here at the Brain. Guys, we're a family again. <laughs> dad and dad and <laughs> dad. I got there's three dads now. <laughs> that's that's fucked up. All right. Anyway, here you go. This one's for Dan. Uh, this, thanks for listening, everybody. I got a new record on Bloodshot called Circle Around the Signs. Get it from an independent record store. That's what I got to say. <laughs>